Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration, sharing tips, tools, and talk. We're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. Not everything is as it seems right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I just hit the record button on Jenna. <laughs> we were going to wait to record. Uh, but season three episode, I believe it is 10. And we're just, we're jumping right into talking about Babylon. Uh, but before we get into all of that, it's, it's, we just, it's just an interesting time in our world right now. And it's, you really, we, we each really need to be tuned into Holy spirit. What is the Lord saying? There's a lot going on, you know, our last, um, actually it was the previous one before the, the, we, we did a podcast on Ukraine and biblical perspective. Um, interesting that, you know, Jen and I were just actually talking that since then we've had some different things happen where we wonder like, what is really going on? And um, just different impressions that we've had about what really is going on, or is is there some kind of you know smoke and mirrors, or you know, I mean, there's been some horrific um, uh, pictures you know that I've seen, and I know people are suffering, and that's you know that's where my heart is is praying for the people, um, but but there really is something else going on, and we don't know, so we're not going to talk about it on the podcast. We're going to talk about Babylon, which. Um, you know, for those listening, maybe you've got some understanding of Babylon you, you've read in scripture, or maybe you're tuning in and you you don't know, and that's okay. Um, we just both, Jenna and I really felt like this was something that it was time to talk about. Um, I, I, I actually want to just share a little bit about um, Babylon in the past. We're going to talk about Babylon in the past, Babylon present, and then what the scriptures uh, revelations say about the, the taking down of Babylon. Now, um, a couple of years ago in writing my second book, I had just a incredible encounter with the Lord and Holy spirit brought me into a depth of understanding of a Babylon system. And so I'm actually just going to just read, um, just a little bit from, um, from my second book, just to talk a little bit about Babylon. Now Babylon is, um, is tied to ancient Babel. Okay. So this really was a place. Um, and this is mentioned in Genesis 11. So, you know, you guys listening, you want to track, you want to get in your Bibles, um, please do, or check it out. Um, I always say, you know, confirm this in scripture. (laughs) So that's the best, the best place, but in Babel people here, here's the key in Babel, people built a tower to declare themselves godlike. Um, which resulted in their scattering and the different languages that are found throughout the world today. Now, now, how is this relating to now? So when the Bible tells of Satan's attempt to establish his visible kingdom on earth, we are actually given a picture of a woman as Babylon, like a city that sits on seven mountains. So this is Revelation 7. Um, you can see 719. Now, 
Uh, and Jenna, I'm going to hand it off to you here in just a second, but I just want to share a little bit more. The, the figurative Babylon that is written about is not only a city, and this is this is more so for now, but a, it's a one world system. So does that make sense? It's a, it's a, it's a system. It's a structure that opposes God and his remnant people. That's the main part of Babylon. It opposes God and his remnant people. And I've always thought of this system almost like a machine, right? Like it has working parts. It actually exerts mind control. So there really is a satanic, um, mind control, if you will, um, that, that manifests every kind of lust, greed, and deception. Um, so, so just a couple more things that, you know, from reading revelation 19, we see that before the fall of Babylon, so there's actually going to be a fall of this system. Okay. So fast forward, right. There is going to be a fall of this system. And we know that Jesus is coming back. Um, but from reading revelation 17, we see that before the fall of Babylon, which is called and quote, the great mother of prostitutes and of earth's abominations, quote, were given a picture and description um, of Babylon that describes the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters with whom the Kings of the earth committed acts of um, immorality. And those who dwell on the earth were made drunk with the wine of her immorality. So what the heck does that mean? Right. That's the, the scriptures tell us that those who are drunk in sexual lust or even pharmacia mm-hmm. sorcery are literally drinking from the cup that is intoxicating because it's part of Babylon's cup. So it's not a good intoxication. It's a diluting, uh, toxic, dangerous one. Um, and I'll, I'll share a little bit more here. I actually want to talk about an aspect of Babylon. Um, and, and, you know, and just a few other things, just uh, a couple of facts. And I'm going to just throw it to you, Jenna, uh, is that like Babylon was the capital city, um, of the ancient Babylonian empire. Okay. So again, this was a place, but it's, again, it's a system, it's a structure that opposes God and, and his remnant people. So yeah, (laughs) so that's a lot. There's a little breakdown of Babylon and we're going to get more into why does this matter now? And how can we come out of Babylon? Right. Cause there's a structure, there's a world system to, uh, recognize right? Like we're in the world, but we don't have to be of the world. Just like, I always think of like Daniel, right? Like Daniel was in a, a wicked like time, but he was called to be in that time. And yet he didn't do what those people did. So that being said, Jenna, your thoughts on Babylon. (laughs) So that was a lot. That was all really amazing. And, you know, for listeners, you know, this might be like a new topic that maybe you haven't really dove into, into before, but to just kind of simplify things and Danielle, please correct me if I'm wrong, (laughs) but what I, I'm th- what I'm, what I'm saying is, or what I'm thinking is, and what my understanding is, is that like in the Bible and in the word Babylon was a place and it was a place that destroyed Jerusalem. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. In okay. the temple, because yeah. it came in opposition yes. to, you know, God's people. And, yeah. and God, I got to just add to God actually used Babylon to uh, different times to like 
I don't want to say scold, but when the Israelites were naughty, <laughs> you know, like he, he would actually use Babylon, but anyway, no, go ahead. So you're, you're totally on the, on the good track. Yeah. And so like today, like you said, there's not like an actual city, you know, like of Babylon, but it's more of, you know, the a spirit of Babylonians. It's, it's like this spirit, this, this antichrist system that rises up and these are systems without God. So these are systems built and based upon things that do not have God like involved. And so, you know, from my, as I've just kind of really began to learn more about this, this past year, these past two years, I've had the ability to sit in some incredible teachings that I could not even begin to reiterate. Um, but my like game plan for all of this is to be in close relationship with Jesus Christ. And what I believe is, is that from that relationship, we gain our authority and, and, and God leads us because we are his daughters and we are his sons and he leads us and protects us. And so like in our own family, you know, when I look at my life and these things that I know that God has been leading me to do because they're things that I would never really have done, or I had really no reason, you know, like in my natural mind to do these things. But when I look back, it was like, he was removing me from these systems and saying, Jenna, like, I don't need you to depend on this. I am your healer. I don't need you to depend on this. You know, um, this is a Babylonian system and I want you. And so a lot of times, even for believers, I feel like, like we, we, we are also building the kingdom of God. Like Jen, I want you to build the kingdom of God to build a life and, and participate in things that at, at the foundation are honoring God, are teaching God's ways and are serving God. And so Amen. When we talked in the beginning about like, you know, you just have to be aware that things might not always look and appear the way (laughs) that you think. And so it's a lot of trust and it's a lot of faith and it's a lot of um, relationship and intimacy intimacy with Jesus. I believe in these last days as we um, get closer and closer to the returning of Jesus, because we do not want to be found mixed in, you know, the Bible, like you said, the Bible says come out of her. So there's this pulling out this coming out of no longer participating, you know, in these systems and building the kingdom of God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's, that's it. That's the main message listeners. If there's anything, you know, from this episode, whether hearing facts or stats of Babylon, it's all about, you know, I mean, coming out of, but it's about the worship of Jesus. Then we are to look at Jesus. We are to, to follow. I, I, you know, Jen, I've really been thinking about what does it really look like? Like, I want to be a follower of Jesus, you know, and the first, I read this this morning in John, but like the first disciples, right. They, they heard John talk about Jesus and they were like, oh, we got to follow this guy. Right. So like they, they begin to follow Jesus and they do so in a way that grabs his attention. He turns towards them. And the first thing, I believe the first thing he says is what, what do you want? Hmm. And 
you know, and then they go, they go on to follow him, but like, I've just been, that's really been touching my heart. Like what, what is it that I want in my life? Like I truly, truly, I want to be found as a a follower and a disciple of Jesus Christ, you know, and whatever it takes for that to happen. I'm like, Lord, like refine me, define me, help me to come out of any structures in our world, any thinking, you know, that opposes you. Like that is my heart desire. Um, so even, you know, listeners, as we're talking about Babylon, like you can get all the facts and stats and whatever, but, but truly it is about, um, it's, it's about Jesus. It's about following Jesus, keeping your eyes on him. You know, we don't have to fall into a spirit of fear, nothing like that. But I do want to take just a second and just talk a little bit about, um, just a few, uh, descriptions of Babylon. Now this is all scripture based. So please, again, go, you know, look in your Bibles, read it in your Bibles. Um, but from revelation 18, nine Babylon exposes for profit. So there's, it's about money. Okay. Babylon exposes. So, so you think about systems that expose for profit right now in our world, what exposes for profit? I mean, I can think of a couple of different things exposes for profit. Babylon grows rich from the power of her luxurious living. So that's revelation 18, three, also revelation 18, three Babylon seduces people into sexual immorality. We know what sexual immorality is. Um, oh, you know, I'm not even going to go there. I was just thinking of like, I mean, one thing that I just want to mention is like, think about, um, music, think about different industries, think about different things that these things could be and inquire with the Holy spirit and say, Lord, would you reveal these things to me? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, amen. Yes. That's like when I was like, I'm never going to buy from Victoria's secret ever again. Cause I had this revelation of like, I, I'm not talking about it on the podcast, you guys, but I had this like Asherah, like revelation of Asherah, which is part of Babylon. But anyway, like that, I wasn't going to purchase anything. And I didn't like, I got rid of the, you know, Victoria's Secret credit card, whatever. Like, I don't want debt to that system. Um, I'm still working on getting out of debt, but Jenna, I love that you said that, like ask Holy spirit, what is it that you can come out of? Um, (laughs) mine was like credit card, you know, debt or, um, anything related to sexual immorality, you know, whatever, whatever that might be. So, yeah. Um, what other, Oh, Babylon sells souls. So we're talking trafficking, human trafficking and human sex trafficking. Um, Babylon is drunk with the blood of the saints. So that's from revelation 17, six. So people will be martyred believers, right? Like believers, Christians, it's happened. It's, it, it will happen. I'm like, Lord, <laughs> so many things coming to my mind right now, but it's not appropriate <laughs> filter. <laughs> Some of it. Do you want to share something, Jenna? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe after. Okay. Maybe after. All right. And like, we're, we're reading through these and this is serious stuff, but we, we chuckle because those that are listening, sometimes we get in the depths of our conversations and share things with one another, either before or after a podcast, like we're not sure if we should share it on the podcast, 
Um, so we're not, you know, I just want to say like to clarify, not laughing of this, like it's, it's serious stuff where we're looking at, you know, the selling of souls, Babylon being drunk with the blood of the saints. Um, I mean, this is, this is the reality of, of what is and what's coming. I mean, I truly believe we are in the last days. People will be martyred for their faith. Um, and so, um, it reminds me of a book, Lisa, at the end of one of Lisa Brevere's books, she talks about like, like if that's what it takes, like standing up for my faith to, to, uh, to be martyred, like one of the disciples. And I don't, I, I can't recall which one of the disciples was beheaded. Um, I think there was a couple of them. So, so right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Serpent on platter. yep. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, I just think like, okay, like our, our heavenly home, that's, that's home. This is, you know, this is not my home. And, um, I want to live, you know, I want to live for Christ, whatever that means. I think here in the, in, in the America, we have it pretty easy to be honest with you. If you think of like people where the people in countries where the gospel, like if you, if you talk about the gospel, you preach the gospel, you could be put in jail. You could be, you could be killed. Um, you know, I just had a friend who just got out of prison. She was in prison for, oh my goodness, since what was it? 2000, I want to say 14, maybe before that trying to remember, but she just got out of prison. She had been preaching the gospel in a place in Africa and and was put into prison. So she just got out. But I mean, this is, this is the reality. Um, a couple other things is that that Babylon dishonors and seeks to exploit the sons and daughters of God. And it's also a dwelling place for, for demons, for the demonic. Um, so, you know, there, there were those like the Israelites, right. They gave, they gave worship. There were times they would fall away and they would give worship to uh, for example, Asherah or uh, which could be related to an idol, and I love the story of how, um, you know, there's, there's reformers and there's pioneers who come along like Elijah, right? Like Elijah comes along and he challenges the prophets of Baal um, and Asherah. And that's in first Kings 18 and calls down fire and fire comes like, I, I think those are the days we're going to be, we're living in here is where we're going to see um, Elijah's and Josiah's who are radical enough mm-hmm. to worship the one true God, Jesus Christ, the one true, um, you know, so yeah, it's likely we have radical reformers and pioneers listening and tuning in, um, to the podcast. So, and I think that's just part of this journey is we are paving the way for Jesus Christ to come. And that does mean acknowledging that there are systems, Babylon, um, you know, that are, that are operating and we're called to come out. And where is, I think that's in revelation. We're called to come out of her, come out of Babylon. So you know, one thing that I was going to bring up is, is okay. So here we have, you know, in the last days, it's saying that Babylon is going to be what persecutes believers. And so Danielle, you and I are believers. Those listening, you're a believer in Jesus Christ. And I just feel like something to be aware of is the persecution or is the, you know, when, when, and when Jesus, you know, 
The Bible also says like the church, the end time church is going to be like a glorious church, spotless and pure. And, and, you know, and I just feel like there's going to be such this longing for heaven, like in our lives where we just, we want to live these holy lives. And we're just like, we, like, we love to live, like, like we love love to live right, but we're just like so sick of it here. Like we just want to be, we just want to be face to face with Jesus. Right. And so what I'm thinking is, is in the end times, you know, like when we are walking in that and persecution comes, you have to realize that there will be riots. There will be people that are not okay with what you are preaching and the message that you are bringing, because it's in direct opposition to the very thing that they're building. But that's what we're actually called to do. We're actually supposed to, we're called to like stand on that firm rock and say, I were like you just said, you know, the one true living God and burn the bridges to all of the Babylonian system, burn the bridges and, and just say no more. Like I'm not going to participate anymore. And then trust your father in whatever area that is, you know, recently I just have been, um, and I've saved it like in my phone. Um, but it's very, um, relevant throughout the Bible about how God like reveals himself by a name, by his different names. And so like, you know, El Shaddai, Yeshua, El Roy, Jehovah Ra. So there's all these different names and there's all these different characters of God and how he reveals those characters to people. But just know that whatever system you come out of, that there is always a heavenly answer. And there's always Jesus who can fulfill whatever it is that you need or long for, or, um, and he, and he's, he's the best, <laughs> like, you Amen. know, like he, and it's, and it's, it's pretty incredible. So I think you would be surprised. Cause a lot of, I remember going through different seasons and I was like going against the grain and it was this pulling out, you know, and I remember just thinking, I feel like I'm like, I felt weird. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like I'm normal. Like, I feel like what, like what's going on here, but God is faithful and he's true and he's never going to lead you to a place. He's not going to carry you through. So it's mm, good. Amen. When you were, when you were talking, I was reminded of, is it Stefan or Steven? It's Stefan. So in Acts seven, he's so locked in to God that while I think it's like, while he's being stoned verse Mm -hmm. 55, but Stefan full of the Holy spirit looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the son of man standing at the right hand of God. So he's literally being like, I mean, I believe he's being stoned. Um, Verse 57 at this, they covered their ears. So the Sanhedrin, they were furious with him and they gnashed their teeth at him yelling at the top of their voices. They all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city and, and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. So while they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Oh my goodness. Oh my and goodness. That, and who does that remind you of? That uh, reminds you of Jesus. At it's the cross. Jesus. Yes. Yes. Like, so here, here he is, this man's being stoned and he's like seeing Jesus He's seeing the heavens open and he's saying like, forgive them. The ones that are stoning him. Mm-hmm. When he had said this, he fell asleep. So he, he, 
he passed away or passed on, but I should say passed on glory. But what a, what a picture of being so, <laughs> being so locked into God that you're praying for the one who's beheading you, or you're praying for the one who's, who's scolding you. You're praying for the one who is gnashing their teeth at you. And yet you're seeing Christ through it all. Like you're so locked in. That's my prayer, you know, for those listening that, that you, that you and I, that we be so locked in to looking at Jesus, his eyes of fire, looking at him, following him, um, you know, catching his gaze that these, these hard times, you know, that, that we're in, I mean, or that are coming. I mean, I believe, I do believe there's going to be some hard times coming, but, but it's like, there's not a fear. You know, I know that, that God will take care of me. I know that God will take care of you, you know, in the way that it's supposed to be. And it just reminds me of all the names you were talking about, you know, Jehovah Jireh, um, Jehovah Rapha, healer, Jehovah Jireh, provider. Um, yeah. Amen. So I hope this, I hope this is an encouraging podcast. I hope you're not like way down with the, oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I have to give, I have to give one more example. This is such a great example. And maybe this is pretty heavy to end with, but authors and revolutionary leaders, John and Jolene Hamill, um, captured current trends, um, in our hypersexualized culture in their book, crown and throne, which I highly recommend. Um, but Hamill writes, and this was, this was a couple of years ago, so if you want, you want an example here of like a Babylon system, both Madonna and Beyonce performed sexually explicit acts featuring Masonic and Illuminati symbolism with direct expressions of worship to Baal and the gods of Egypt. So this is, it was an accurate description that was actually referencing a halftime show. And you guys know the halftime shows are um, typically pretty vulgar in some sense or in some, you know, some aspects. So that's just another, you know, another example. And I just believe there's ways that we can disengage, not look at, not listen to, you know, or be caught up with any of that. So, you know, if you're awake, it, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't take much to see the blatant, um, and direct worship of different idols in our culture, um, which in part is a part of the Babylonian system. Um, just, just to clarify too, before, before we end here, did we talk about Bay, like what Baal is B-A-A-L? Maybe mm-hmm. we should clarify like, and, and listeners, maybe you already know, but the name Baal, you'll see it in scripture. B-A-A-L means husband. Um, God references the name Baal when the Israelites, his chosen people were actually bowing down and worshiping false idols. Um, so he knew of course that it would be dangerous um, and devastating to his people to serve other gods. He knows it's devastating for us when we're following other ways. Um, so he, he oftentimes will bring a wake up call. So the word Baal, um, B-A-A-L also means owner or taskmaster, which refers being controlled by or being in bondage or slavery to another. So that's a heavy way to end a podcast. Maybe we should have a light, <laughs> Maybe we should have a light scripture. <laughs> we're not trying to tickle your ears. We're just, we're just given the, the facts here. So this was our, our Babylon, our Babylon discussion. Anything else? Do you want to talk about the gas prices, Jenna? 
might get a lot of views if we name if we name it something about the gas prices. I ever I haven't I don't drive a lot of places, and so literally I have not had to fill my car up with gas for a really long time. But I do know that when we came to Hadassah's party last weekend, we used an entire tank of gas in Mike's car, which was seventy dollars just to come you. out there. Is it a God and bless I'm, you? May it be tripled back. But you know what? But you know what? Like I've been seeing some really funny memes. <laughs> and I was, they're like funny, but not funny. But I was like, this could be true. Like, I'm going to get one of those scooters. <laughs> Pile my whole family on there. And we're going to be heading to church. But the, the, the Amish, you're going to get like a, like a buggy and, and a horse. So I know you guys listening, like, yes, it's hard. The gas prices are going up. Um, you know, all I got to say with this is like, and then here's my affirmation too. Like God is going to take care of me. God's going to take care of you. Um, it's going to be okay. It's not, yeah, it, it's definitely not cool. I've, I've had to fill up my tank quite a bit because I, I have to go to Mankato or go to the cities, you know, a couple of times. And I'm like, this is wild. Like how much, you know, how much is costing, but. And this could be a whole nother podcast episode, but I have saved lots of I don't know if this was encouraging. <laughs> I know we're supposed to <laughs> We're just kind of like down today. Gas prices, Babylon. Babylon, <laughs> gas prices, beheading. <laughs> but God is good. And all the time, he is good. He is good. Keep your eyes on him. Keep your eyes on Christ. Be encouraged. Um, you know, such a good time to be in the word. I, I, here's a, here's a positive note. Um, I had a, I had a friend tag me in one of those, you know, she was, she was actually filling up her car. I know she listens to our podcast. So, um, Sarah, if you're listening, but she's like, every time you go fill up your guests, just pray for somebody, you know, use it as a time of prayer. And so she, she sent a little video. She was filling up her car, um, and she was praying for believers. So yes, be encouraged. So I feel like that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> I gotta do it all. Just something in you.